Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I am your host, Mackenzie, and today I have a special guest for you. I am joined today by Ryan McGinn, who owns a micro-marketing agency and teaches people how to get their first 1 million views on TikTok. And I know a lot of you want to know how to do that. We talk about what actually will help you get your first million views. And we talk all about his background and how he got started and how he got his first million views. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode and let's jump right on in. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you kind of want to describe yourself, your background, who you are, what you do, that would be great. Yeah. So obviously my name is Ryan McGinn. Um, I guess the world right now knows me as a TikToker. (laughs) I mean, prior to TikTok, I... I've had a pretty long career of selling products and services online. Um, I haven't had an actual job in 10 years. I started with a BMX training DVD where I taught BMXers how to train to get faster on their bikes. That was before YouTube. And then I made videos for that to promote myself via Vidler and Vimeo. Oh, I remember and, Vidler. Yeah. Yeah. And and I actually self-funded my pro BMX career by doing that. So that was a lot of fun. But two years into that, I just got so sick of everything revolving around selling or doing BMX that I quit. <laughs> um, and then I, I moved into affiliate marketing. I got really, really good at what they call Black Hat SEO, which is, it's not illegal. It's just frowned <laughs> upon. And I made it, you know, what some would say is a lot of money doing that, mainly off of sites called exact match domain sites, which is where I would buy a specific phrase and just slap a .com on it. For example, one of my most profitable sites, if anybody was familiar with Jersey Shore, I own jerseyshoreabs.com.net and .org. And I made, I used to sell affiliate products as in like health and fitness products through those sites. And at, at its peak, I had around 500 sites that were actively ranked on first page of Google. And they all drove, you know, a couple sales a day, but collectively they earned me roughly anywhere from $500 to $750 a day. And that lasted for all of about seven or eight months. And I got slapped by Google from the Panda update and every bit of it went away. From then I got depressed and didn't know what I was going to do, but I discovered, I actually broke up with my current fiance in that time frame, and basically realized that I looked like a slob. I needed to reinvent myself. So I found the men's style YouTube. And realized I liked it so much, I wanted to make my own men's fashion videos. Uh, so I, but I took the angle of dating. So I taught guys how to dress better to get laid. And <laughs> that did really well. I'm sure it did. <laughs> and that was prior to everybody talking about that on YouTube. Yep. And I did that for about two years and had, during that process, I got back together with my girlfriend that dumped me at a time, who's not my fiance. And we have a seven-year-old daughter or almost seven-year-old daughter now. Um, I decided when my daughter was born that I didn't really want to teach guys how to get laid by wearing skinny jeans anymore. Yep. <laughs> so I I went back to just making videos for people. Um, and I had like a small production, video production agency. And this is like the year leading up to pandemic lockdown time. Towards the end of that, like right when, you know, lockdown was announced and everybody freaked out, all my clients did too. And they all canceled their contracts and refunded me. Oh, and wow. it was kind of a mess. And then I was depressing at home going, what do I do? And I was home with my daughter because she at the time was four. Mm-hmm. And I only had about an hour a day to really actively focus on something. And that's when I decided to turn to TikTok. And TikTok, uh, I was like, I'll just make a video and post it. And at the time, nobody was really educating. Everybody was dancing. So I was like, hey, you know, instead of starting a YouTube channel, teaching people how to make videos, let me just try to do it in 30 seconds or less on TikTok. And thankfully for me, it worked. And uh, I started making videos and I think I had my first video went viral by about 20 videos in, um, it was about a ring light and 
after that, I was like, wow, there's something here. But instead of just solely focusing on myself, I hit up all my friends that I used to make YouTube videos with who all had big YouTube channels. And I asked them if they wanted me to grow their TikToks. And they said yes. And that started me down the journey of having a, I guess, what's called a micro content agency these days. But we, I've always focused on making people go viral. And as of right now, we have 17 clients. The company's on pace to deal over a million dollars this year. And I work with some of the biggest influencers on the internet. We post 1,800 videos a month to the platforms and I employ 15 people. So that's- Holy cow. <laughs> that is quite a journey from like starting as a BMXer to go to TikTok. And it's just wild to think about like, when we were talking about like Vimeo, like YouTube wasn't a big thing. And then to go from that to what TikTok is and just the constant changing of social media every single day. Yeah, I found, I found the skill of pivoting is yes. uh, <laughs> it's one that if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you should actually master. Uh, it's like keeping the same theme, but moving it to different aspects. Like for me, the common denominator was always making videos. And and I would say that I'm on, I'm not even that great of a video editor. Like it's, I, the irony of that is I'm known for my edits and specifically my <laughs> captions on TikTok. Yes. And those turned into, like, I use the most basic of basic editing softwares. So I use ScreenFlow because it's fast and I, I use, use Premiere Pro, but it got too complicated and slow. And I was like, I need a faster option because when we started the company, it's called Viral Edits, which is my, my mm-hmm. agency. We were doing, we were editing like five to seven videos a day and Premiere Pro always crashes and it would like, it was, it was killing my workflow. So like when it, when your computer crashes three or four times a day and you're editing seven to 10 videos a day, those five to 10 minute hiccups, which turn into 20, if you're just like, oh, I think I'll get a cup of coffee right now on my computer boots. Like yeah. <laughs> um, that was costing me like three to four hours a day dealing with Shit. that. Like, no, I mean, maybe that's a little more, but it was, it was a lot of time that, and then when I switched over back over to ScreenFlow, which is super fast, super simple. And but it's the irony is like, I'm known for my video editing, but like, I feel like the, the editing is the most basic of basic things and anybody can do it. Hence why the whole world copies me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What, what does matter is like coming up with topics for videos, structuring the videos to get views. And that's where I think there's a definite lack of innovation happening right now on TikTok and the platforms. Everybody's just... Yeah, uh, ask away about that because that's what I love to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so I just, because we talk about pivoting, but even just like content pivoting, it's so hard to come, kind of come up with new ideas on TikTok or just, I feel like every single time I'm like scrolling through TikTok, I'm like, oh, I just saw that one. Oh, I already just saw that. Somebody else just did that. And people are just copying people. Is yeah. there anybody that does original content on TikTok anymore? I would probably venture to say there's a few, but then those seem to be the people that get copied. And I mean, it seems to be like, it's like a badge of honor when you make a TikTok. Like, I mean, I recently made one that was, that got 2.5 million views, which is how to make money on TikTok if you're broke. And it, it basically was me breaking down affiliate marketing, which is something that I'm very well versed in. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Like, I think it's a great way for people to get started on, online. And I made that video and I've literally seen multiple videos with the exact hook with everything, just them basically saying my words. I'm like, oh, that's cute. So in some cases, it's, it's like you're rewarded for that because in a lot of cases, those I've seen those. Be, I've seen people take my videos and they get more views, and I'm like, yeah, it's well, like piggybacking, I, piggybacking <clears throat> off of like viral content. Yeah, I mean, but I personally, I, I try my best to never do that. Um, yeah. I am inspired by a lot of people, and I do like watching. I, I spend time on the app. I look at videos that are going viral. I'm, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in the comment like you know, great artists steal. I know I, I feel like that's like a book that got popular, and I just, it I did. don't 100 believe in that. Like, I, I think you should be inspired. Like, 
if anybody watches my videos, my videos are 100% directly inspired by old school Emma Chamberlain editing and Casey Neistat. And then take into account stuff that I, you know, in my captions, like we're inspired by Gary Vee, you mm -hmm. know, and how can I make these more engaging and better and faster and more, you know, but the, behind that is also, I've been writing words on the internet for 10 years and I'm a copywriter and I understand human psychology. Like I know like clickbait and I, I understand how to make people stop and watch the video. It's like, cause I was a YouTuber. So I understood thumbnails and titles, you know? So I feel like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of attention on the wrong things, but not enough on the important things, which is learning what the app wants and then yeah. giving it to them a way that makes them stop and listen. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people just don't understand there's like the thumbnail is important. Absolutely. Like when you're scrolling through somebody's like timeline or their profile, you want to hook them with that thumbnail. But even when they're on their vi your video, that hook is so essential to get them to actually keep watching and keep engaged. It's more, it, it is the absolute most important part of the video. And I, I, I know people make videos saying, oh, you got to have a good hook. But I, I, I truly don't think people understand like it's more, it's not so much the hook. It's just, what are people doing when they're watching TikTok? And yeah. we have a joke in my company that we call it the, sh the shit test. <laughs> and it, and it's, if you were sitting on a toilet and you're, you're scrolling and my video pops up and then you're like, do you go like this? You're like, oh, I have to wipe and get back to work. <laughs> do you stop the and then go back and do your, and wipe? Or do you say, oh, and keep watching? <laughs> like, <clears throat> and if the video doesn't have that effect, it's not going to get views or like, or will the video make you swipe up on your mom or your girlfriend or your wife? Like to keep watching. Like those are the kind of emotions. Like, cause every TikTok video you put out is interrupting somebody. You know, it's not like YouTube where it's people kind of sit down to watch YouTube videos and they're like, Oh, I'm going to watch some videos right now. Like TikTok, they're just like, they're standing in line at the grocery store. They're waiting. They're, they're pumping gas in their car. They're, you know, hell they're driving sometimes. It's wildly interruptive and. By nature, it's like ads. Like, you know, I come from an advertising, you know, marketing background. So, you know, with ads, you're trying to interrupt people and get them to pay attention. You're like, hey, look at me. I got this cool thing. <laughs> you know, so it's like that. I think understanding the framing of like, that's how everybody's watching TikTok. It makes it a little bit easier to, to come up with hooks because it's like, well, how do I get them to stop? And, and then it's, does the video actually provide value? And I think that's another area where a lot of people hold back, especially marketers, people trying to like sell things. Yeah. You know, like I'm fortunate. I don't really need to make any money from my tick. Like I don't have to directly sell anything. I just have to keep getting views because my clients see my videos. They see my views. They respect my views. They want me to do it for them. And despite what the world thinks, TikTok is not easy. You know, getting millions of view videos consistently, consistently takes a lot of effort and a lot of thought. So I'm fortunate my account, you know, I, I did lack it at the beginning. Like I got way more views than I did followers, but now my followers have kind of finally caught up to like my views, but I still sit on like 3.2 million likes and only like, like 160,000 followers, which people are like, oh, you know, but that's, I've also learned to not so much care about the followers. I think people really get sucked into that number. Like if, I, if my account got banned tomorrow for whatever reason, or like, I mean, that shit happens these days. I would just start another one and start making keep like, cause I understand how to get views. I think if people shared more stories about their life, I think they would get more views around like, yeah, obviously, you know, like making money on TikTok, like, yeah, like my video yeah. got 2 million views. So it's a good topic. People like that shit, you know? So like, 
I just shared a story and experience I had with affiliate marketing. Anybody can do that. And yeah, that's a good hook. It's like how to make money if you're pro. A lot of people want to know that. So it's like <laughs> that will probably work in multiple facets for multiple people. But I just feel like they, they lack the structure and the actual substance of the video unless somebody else says it for them. But I, but I feel like those people will, you know, they'll fade out over time. When we, I think yeah. we're seeing that now. Like a lot of the, you know, not to talk crap about TikTok growth <laughs> experts on the platform, but when all you're doing is making videos about the next trending audio, like. I mean, that's how Instagram reels are right now. I feel like whenever I'm going through Instagram reels, every other one is like, do this trending sound now, click this trending sound now. I'm like, come on, get another idea. Like, yes, this is fine. But also when you click the actual audio, it's not trending. There's only yeah. like a hundred people that used it. So why am I going to use this? I mean, it's, it's, it's lazy. And if they can get views by doing it, they're going to double down and do more of it. Absolutely. But I just, I don't think that truly builds influence. What builds influence, and, and I see it because I get recognized now on the street. People come up to me like, like one of my most popular videos was, yeah, like I have two. One was about going out by yourself to make friends. And that's something mm -hmm. that I did when I moved to a different part of my town and I, my friends did not hang out with me. So it was a personal story. And, you know, I was able to articulate it in a step-by-step -step fashion and it got, I was rewarded with 4.2 million views and, you know, and that reward also netted around 60,000 followers. So it's yeah. like, I've made a lot of videos that got views where I didn't get 60,000 followers. I have one on my page right now that's at 3.2 million views. It's me talking to a guy who's a facial recognition expert. And I only, 3 million views, I think I got 1,000 <laughs> followers. So like that video did not have impact. Yeah. Right? But 60,000, that's impact, you know? And that's, that's what makes people remember. Do you think the 60,000 had more impact because it was something that was more focused on you and more personal for you? Whereas the other one was just you talking to somebody who had like expertise in something? I think the difference was it was a personal story, but I articulated in a step-by-step -step way that they could mm. immediately use. Yep. Like there, and that, that's one thing I tell like, I, like, you know, I work with a lot of clients. It's like, if you can specifically, if you can share a story that with it, with a definitive outcome, like for me, I made friends life by doing that. But then I articulated in a way that somebody who is maybe introverted or shy could then use that to go make friends and they could there was no costs involved yeah like they could go out that night if they wanted to and do it you know and then if they did they probably would get results so i think that there's a you know if, and not every like not every video is like what i would say perfect like that right you know it takes not everybody has a lot of those in them like i haven't recreated 4.2 million views since that happened so like that was my one you know, and I've made a lot of other million view videos and I recently had the 2.5 and then I had the 3.1. So it's like, okay, I'm multifaceted with that, but none of them had that impact like that. Like the affiliate one, the 2.5, that drove around 25,000 followers. Right. So it's like, for whatever reason, that had an impact. And then I made a, a few more about tipping $100 and hanging out at hotel bars. <laughs> and funny story here is like, you know, I was in San Diego at an event a few weeks ago and I, there was like a private party happening and it was like at a, it was at like a, I don't know if it was like a club or a bar, like one of you know, Yeah, one of those. It was like yeah. a you know, bar and I, it was an open bar and I walked up to the bartender and I, I ordered a drink and the guy, I, I, he brought me the drink for me and my buddy that were with me and I handed him my debit card to pay for those said drinks. And he said, no, 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 no I, I, I got you. And I was like, it's not open bar. And he's like, no, I saw that video about tipping bartenders a hundred bucks and I appreciate mm. it. And 
And then he's, then, but then he immediately went in to say, I also saw the other video where you said tip a hotel bartender a hundred dollars and they would introduce you to people. And I did that here in San Diego and I got a second job. And now between my two jobs, I'm making six figures. Holy cow. And I'm like, I was blown away and he didn't charge me for drinks for the rest of the night. That's impact. And I don't know, like, again, not every one of my videos has that effect. And I, I, I would be arrogant as you know, fuck to think that that was happening on every single video, but I am just yeah. making million view videos all the time, <laughs> you know, but I, that's my mentality. Like, how do we make that impact? And yeah, how many absolutely. times can I do it? And can we make it predictable? And that's what we're doing for the clients. Like a lot of my clients, they experience similar things. And I think that that video is a lot more impactful than here, use this trending sound. And even if somebody did use the trending sound and got a million views, it's a trending sound in a million view video. Yeah. And it, who's to say that's going to be consistent? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not affecting their lights, you know, like, and I think that's why edu- educators, I mean, we, we see it on the app, like the dancers, what happened to them? They're gone. Where are they? <laughs> I mean, you know, they were all pretty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They know how to dance. <laughs> right, but unless my algorithm has just never been filled with those again, but I would assume if they're getting big views, they would be on my feed because yeah. that's what TikTok does. They, they push into people. Um, but yeah, I think ed- like obviously education and pe- educators are taking over the short form apps and it's, you know, it's not a kid's thing anymore. <laughs> like, like everybody expected, yeah. you know, oh, it's just a kid's app. But yeah, I, I just, I just always lean on the side of like a singular video that really, really educates somebody on something is far better than posting seven times a day of crap that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and so. have you noticed like a consistent pattern besides like education with those million view videos? Was there mm-hmm. something that like really stuck out to you? Yeah, it was more broad, like broad reach topics. And when I say broad, it's it's kind of confusing because it's like we have a term like like Gary Vee's kind of been talking about what he calls like the interest based algorithm. And we had a similar saying, like, because we have some frameworks we use in my company because we're consistently making videos. And like the first was like, it's like understanding IBA, which is interest-based attention. And it's making interest-based videos that get attention. And like an interest-based video is, you know, you have niche expertise in talking social media. Like, yeah, that's a niche. And yes, it's albeit it's a big niche, you know, maybe the cat for a video for you is a million views. But if I have an interest in making friends, that's a bigger niche, yeah. you know? So that's where the 4.2 million view video kind of broke through. And then you see that when you have videos that get five, 10, 15, 20 million views. I mean, the more people they have the capacity to reach, the higher the view count's going to be. And then it's like, you know, there's people that preach, you know, and I, I share a pretty strong belief that I don't think you should niche down on TikTok or any short form platform whatsoever. I think that it only limits your views. Um, and I saw this specifically when I was growing my account, I was making, when I started only videos about making videos and like editing tips and lighting tips and phone tips and filming with a camera tips and all these things. And the most few video I ever got was the one with the ring light. I think it had like close to 500,000 views. Yeah. And I was like, and by all means, like I, if I get a 500 KV video, I'm very happy. It's not a bad day. Yeah. But I was like, I just feel like that when you look at the analytics, cause that's what I do on all my videos, which is like what most smart people do that make videos. I was like, man, this, this had the capacity to go mega viral, like based on all the data. So the only definitive factor for that video, not reaching more people was there's just not that many people beyond that amount that give a shit about ring lights. Yeah. You know, and it, I didn't understand that until I made that video about going out by yourself. And we made that because, you know, I have 
people that work in my company that I, one of, you know, one of the guys that works with me, like he's kind of a really good researcher and he just happened to be on Reddit. His name's Luis. Uh, he just was like, dude, I was on Reddit and like, man, I was in the teenager forum and man, these kids need help. Yeah, they do. And I was like, what do you mean? I, he said, dude, they're, and I, I don't know how PG 13 are rated on the podcast. <laughs> he's like, dude, they're broke. They're depressed. Like they're really horny. <laughs> and they and, and they're lonely as hell <laughs> like and i was like interesting and being that my youtube channel was based off of helping guys get laid by how they dress yep. i have yep. a lot of skills and social like social skills like and teaching that so i was like hmm. and i just so happened to be going to an event where a old a friend of mine was like hey I know you don't talk about fashion stuff anymore, but would you come talk to my private group about fashion? I was like, and he was cool. He, he paid for my flight. He probably asked like, okay, I'll come. Like, no worries. <laughs> and, you know, with that said, like I did a Q&A and I just kind of happened to direct the Q&A into the videos that I wanted to make. There are yeah. Apologies to those watching this or hearing this. That may have been at that <laughs> event, but I had a motive. And that that was one of the videos that came from that. And that was the video that the, the go out by yourself to make friends video ended up getting 4.2 million views and driving. And up until that point, my account was literally stuck at like 30 to 35,000 followers. Yeah. And it was like that video over the course rocketed to like 80,000 or something like, and it still gets followers to this day. So it's even to say it only brought me 60 K is even short sighted. Cause I don't really yeah. know, but that was, that was like when I realized, okay, I need to think about topics more from a broad perspective. And not just focus on, yes, obviously I could teach people how to make a good looking video with lighting, you know. And <laughs> but you're only going to get so many followers from that. And so like so many people are going to see that. Yeah. And I think if more people that are listening to this that like have a decent sized following, if you look at the videos that did well, like all your videos that I would say, you know, I only really kind of take serious 500K plus videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say take serious, I make a lot of videos that don't get that. I just want to be clear there. Like, it's those are like when that happens you're like something on that video like that was a good video yeah right and then we kind of dissect those and the one the commonality was it was all broad reach topics you know and a lot of them had either a personal story or a step-by-step process and in an ideal the biggest view videos had a personal story mixed in with a step-by-step process interesting so now again i don't know what that looks like for people but if you can do that good hook good story and step-by-step process that's been my recipe for getting multiple million view videos i mean and that's kind of like what it was like before tiktok when you were on instagram like those carousel posts that did were so popular for so long it always had like a Mm step-by-step and that was like the reason they were so popular and people wanted to scroll through them so it's kind of the similar thing where you have that hook at the beginning and then you have to give them follow through (laughs) and People like hearing from other people. They love to hear other people's story. And if those stories can also educate at the same time, then that's going to win. That's why I don't think anybody will be able to recreate 4 million views on telling somebody to go out by themselves to make friends because it was yeah. my story, you know? And same thing with the, you know, the, the affiliate marketing video that I got 2.5, which for those listening, it's, it's still pinned on my account. So like, and I don't plan on pin that one because I think it's a really good video and it showcases my knowledge about business, you know, but that was... Like, I don't think anybody could, could recreate that just because that was my, like my experience and what I said and my knowledge of, of, of how to make that happen. 
Ben on the podcast last week, he was talking about how he started making more TikTok videos that were more personal. So things that like, here is who I am. Like, here's the goals that I set for myself when I was younger. And here's where I am now. And he was like, that's giving me so many more views than my other, like from my other videos. Yep. And so I do that find this like really interesting that you have to have that like personal engagement because people do like to follow people for who they are and not just for this, what they can give them. Yeah. And I think that's where like when I, when I, when I say like, don't niche down, that's it. That I think there's kind of a cultural shift happening because of TikTok and reels and shorts, because they're seeing one singular person talk about multifacets of things that they're good at. Everybody isn't one dimensional. You're going to have one skill that, yeah, you may excel at above all others. Like for me, it seems to be making million view videos and I'm being paid a handsome <laughs> amount to do that for myself and other people. Like that's like what I would consider like a mastery, like, like a Robert Greene mastery. Like I have put in the hours like, and I, this is what, you know, this is what's making me money, you know, but then there's like other levels to, you know, so like naturally the videos about that are going to be very in-depth, very <laughs> high level. But yep. then it's like, there's a subcategory like above that, which is like your expertise stuff which is like expertise. It's like, well, I have expertise in men's style and fashion because I, I've been paid by people to tell them how to dress. And I, so like, I've also been paid to teach people how to ride a bike faster. Like I've also been paid to, you know, make a music video or make a, you know, this type of video. I've also been paid to, you know, help somebody start an online business. So like, there's like this expertise level, which is like topics of things you can talk about that you have more knowledge than the regular person. So that, so they would make for really good videos. And then like above that, so if you're looking like a triangle, the big part of the triangle, if it was like an upside down triangle, <laughs> would be like all of your hobbies and your interests and things that you're- That make you a person. Yeah, you're not going to get paid for them. But like, I'm sure there's people that really enjoy pickleball that have a lot of experience playing pickleball, but are they going to be a professional pickleball player? Are they going to, like, I love CrossFit. I go to CrossFit four or five days a week. I'm not going to be a professional CrossFit athlete, but I have- a lot of, I've been doing it for two years. I have a lot of experience. I can make a good video about that. Yeah. Same thing with like, you know, cycling, riding bikes, making video, like all of the stuff that you do for fun. As long as you can, you're a little bit farther ahead than most people. Those are like your million view videos, right? Because that has a lot of reach. Whereas the expertise and the mastery stuff, it's like, you know, your expertise, those are like, you know, a hundred thousand views. If you get a really good one. And yep. then the other, the mastery, I mean, shit. If I make a video about the psychology of a video, I'm probably going to get 10,000 views <laughs> lucky. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is like you were talking about with video editing that you don't feel like you're like that great of a video editor. But do you think that high quality content on TikTok is essential or do you think it's like quantity over quality? Um, To a degree. Like, when I started, like I started with my, very expensive camera and nice lens. And I only did that because it stood out. Mm. Like everybody was making cell phone videos on the app. Yeah. Nobody was editing their videos and doing it with a nice camera. And one of the coolest comments, I still love it when I get it. It doesn't happen as much because it's more common. I was like, what is this film with an iPhone 27? <laughs> like, you know, but it, but for me, that was a strategy. Like when I came on TikTok, like I've been on the internet for years, like making money and doing things. And I was like, I think this is going to be a thing and I really want to make this a business. So I wanted to start with professional because right? I had the capacity. I understand that like 
I was a videographer. I was being paid to make videos. So I had cameras, I had lights, all of that was part of my job, you right. know? So it didn't make, <laughs> make sense for me to just start with my cell phone. And then when that turned, but I, I'm a believer in one video a day and, but that video should be the best possible video you can make. I don't necessarily think, you know, if like, I, I've heard people say, sure, I'm going to butcher it, but like you have to do quantity until you get to the quality. And then when you have the quality, then you can focus on the quality because I mean, I don't post every day now because I'm, I run a company that yeah. has a lot of employees <laughs> <You have a laughs> and again, I'm busy. Yeah. I mean, I want to post more, but you know, I spoke this last weekend. Like I did this presentation. This is my TikTok. This was taken on Saturday, October 21st. It's the 25th now. I had 10.2 million views in the last, you know, 60 days. Wow. Then, and then on Instagram, I had 1.7 million. And on YouTube Shorts, I had 3.1 million. This was only from an average of posting three to four days a week. Like I don't. Like, you don't not, post a shit ton. Like a lot of people are told right now they're supposed to like, I think... TikTok says like one to four times a day you should be posting. Yes, I I don't believe that because um, and and I don't pay enough attention to this because like I I just look at the views on the videos and I, and I focus on can I get a video every day and I mean it's tough because I employ a lot of video editors so I get mad when I don't have videos every day <laughs> and I mean I still end up you know editing my own videos like there's one on my account right now I can that I edited. Like, well, this one, I was going to movies by yourself was posted on Saturday, I believe, got 52,000. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't consider that a failed video. All these kind of failed videos. This, you know, we do a lot of testing on TikTok too. This is the same video with five different intros. Oh, wow. And we posted them. They're all out there. You know, yep. th this test didn't do that well, but I can show you like, you know, we, we do like, there's the 3.1 million view video was posted I mean, less than three weeks ago. But like, if I scroll down here... Like this, we posted this video twice with different intros. The first one got 802,000. The second one got 7,000. So if that doesn't tell you the importance of the first yeah. three seconds, I mean, I can show another example here. What was the difference of that hook then? Like that first three seconds on those? On this video specifically, it says, this one said, if you look here on the, see right here, it has Ford F-150 Lightning. Mm -hmm. This one does not have four, does not have Ford <laughs> F-150. That was the only difference. So you were just identifying the truck and that was it. And wow. they were posted at the same time. One video right behind each other. Now, here's another interesting study. And there was the first time we posted the truck video. We got 633 k So like we try videos all the time with different intros. Yeah. But this, because this one like really blew my mind. Um, This one, go out by yourself to make friends. Yeah, this one was posted three times. First one, 19, 1999, 34,000 and 466. Holy cow. And what was the difference on those? This one was just, I think, I think I spoke faster. Um, oh, on the 466,000 one? Yeah. Like I, but this one was also, this is a repost of the 4.2 million view video where all I did was put a different intro on it. And then it goes, right. So it said, this is why you should go out by yourself on the weekends. And then on this one that flops, I said, here's why you should go out by yourself on the weekends. But just mm. by having here's. Yeah. That, that word. In this instance, cost me four hundred sixty-seven thousand views. It's just so interesting, like the psychology of people's brains and like what they're actually going to like stay for, just because of like one word difference. Yep. And this one too. This is the same video posted three times. This one fifty-five fifty, sixty-one seven, and eight hundred k. And it was just the hook. I'm just messing with the first three seconds of the video. So anybody listening to this. 
the hook is the most essential and important part of a TikTok video, a YouTube short, a reel. You have to hook people in. Yeah. And what we do, I mean, this is like giving away all the secrets. So this truck video, this one, obviously the one that did the best, the one that got 800K, we posted that on Instagram and YouTube shorts and Facebook reels. And that was the 3.2 million video on YouTube shorts. Wow. And it didn't do well on Instagram. It, Instagram and Facebook, I think it got around 100K on each of those. But that's, this single video has been responsible for almost 5 million views. Wow. I mean, that's why, like, when I know that, I spend more time making videos. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand, like, I know it sounds arrogant, but I understand quality. I know what quality <laughs> looks like. And when people say the hook's important, I mean, I, I, I don't know if they know it's that important. Yeah. Well, there you go. Just one word can completely change how many views you can get. And descriptions, like actually saying the make and model of a car. Yeah. Right? That, now, mind you, the hate on those, com- those videos was quite <laughs> atrocious, but I still gained a lot of followers. So that's all you need. I talk about this all the time, but like being controversial online is also one of the best ways to get views. Mm-hmm. And you could say one thing like at the beginning, like why I, I don't know, like why I hate Kanye West. Like, I don't know. You could say that, but then in the video say that you like him or you, and that initial hook will be like, well, why does she like him? I'm going to stay here because of this. And so you get that hate, spark that controversy. And it's just incredibly fascinating what people will actually stay for with that initial hook well yeah it's like understanding like i mean we joke it's like you have to trigger gen z i know yeah. that's how like and that's like with that four million view video like uh, i made gen z wildly uncomfortable when i said go out by yourself that is a terrifying statement to gen z same thing with keep your phone in your pocket which was like the next thing i said oh wow like <laughs> that was like a video that had like two hooks in it that was like you know how to make money on tiktok if you're broke you know that's a controversial like it's triggering, like if you're broke. But then I yeah. also immediately clarified what I said with by broke, I mean, you have a lot of time and all the money. I didn't say you were an idiot. I just said that you have more time than you do money. So like, I think there's also, you have to walk the line of like, like I feel like there is a victim mentality on TikTok and you, you want to kind of, I want to help them. So it's like, let yeah. me help you. I'm not here to like beat you down. And, and I, I can tend to, like Luis always jokes to me, calls me like a bully when I talk to the camera <laughs> because I'm very... I, I'm very punchy and I'm very like, there's no BS, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, but I also try to, uh, I have to soften that down because it, it, it can be offensive to people watching. So it's like, this is stuff that like, if you're getting a lot of eight, yes, it's a good thing because it means you're, you're emotionally, you're emotionally causing people to do something. And when you do that, psychologically, you're going to get more views, but it's also like a lot of it was, you know, I have to tone it back because it's like, I don't want to offend people just to offend no, them. No, absolutely not. You know? No. But but you should, the video should have, like, it, it should be a left or a right thing. It's like not in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> like you either love avocados or you fucking hate avocados. Yeah. All right. <laughs> don't be like, yeah, they're all right. It's like, I'm going to spin a sit right here on this fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go one side or the other. You, you can't be lukewarm. No, absolutely not. So I guess one of the other questions that I had was about YouTube shorts, because you obviously had 3.2 million views on YouTube shorts. I think a lot of people are still kind of confused about shorts and don't realize that there is a lot of views that can be had over there. So is there a big tip that you have for people or is it very similar to TikTok? How do you kind of explain that to clients? I mean, the big tip is just like 
post your videos there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I started in a new account. I didn't, I had a big YouTube following, but I, I didn't want to put it on that channel because I didn't want to be associated with, you know, fashion or style. And, and what, I mean, it's all still there. I'm not ashamed of it, but it's just like, it's a little easier conversation with my soon to be like 18 year old daughter when she, you know, grows up in like 15 more years, like that I switched to doing viral video stuff. But I, I think if you're not posting there, it's like, why? You're already making the videos for TikTok. Like, and I do think YouTube is, it's more prestigious in a way. So I, w- I would say if you're, if you're like one of the seven video a dayers, I'd post my best videos on TikTok, on YouTube shorts. I wouldn't post them all, even though I don't think that it would harm you to post them all. But I would say it, it is a, <laughs> you know, it's a little finicky like that. That was the first video we had to go viral prior, prior, bleh, prior to that video. I think the most I have was around a hundred thousand views. Um, yeah. which is still a lot. I mean, I'll take hundred K any day, but that was the first, like, holy shit, this video is really going viral. You know, the, the subscribers, like, I don't, I also don't think people understand like how many views you have to get, get the subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for example, and I mean, I share my numbers, like just that video alone, 3 million views. I really averaged a thousand subscribers per million views. So I got like, I think it was like 36 or 3,700 followers specifically from that video yeah. so far which is not a lot with that many views. So it's like, there still is like, it's not going to be as fast as what people want you to believe, but it's, you know, with, that's why I love TikTok. Like, cause YouTube obviously copied TikTok. Like, <laughs> so did Reels, so did Facebook. Yeah. So did yeah. everybody. Everybody yeah. just, so like, that's why even when I'm pitching my clients and I'm talking to my clients, I'm like, no, like, I know you make a lot of money on YouTube, like, eh, but understand that, that what YouTube is doing is based on what TikTok is doing. So TikTok is the leader. Like you must focus on TikTok. And if the video does well on TikTok, it is going to do well on all the other platforms. In most cases, it might not be at the same time, but a good video is a good video across all the platforms. And that's what we've seen like experience. So like, that's the biggest tip. And I mean, another tip is like, regardless of the platform, like test the intros. Like, yeah, you know, cause I can tell you, I, like, I, I do get them now because I think people, I think my account is heavily followed by people that want to know what I'm doing. And I can say that because people like screenshot what I'm doing and like ask me questions about it. But there is the occasional comment, this guy, typical TikToker posts five videos, five videos, you know, the same video five times. It's like, it's not the same video, dude. (laughs) Like, (laughs) If you actually pay attention, you'll notice the little (laughs) tweaks in there and maybe you'll learn something. Yeah. And, and I don't even private the videos that do bad. I just leave them up. Like if I've had videos that are up for a while, just all of a sudden give views and I'm like, Hey, well, that was a cool, I'll take an extra hundred K from that. Like, you know, Absolutely. and th- and I, I know like most of this interview, like I I've mentioned views like the whole time. The, the reason for that is like, I work with a lot of very big clients and I charge, I mean, some of my clients pay over $10,000 a month for me to produce the videos and provide the result. It's not just producing the videos. It's yeah these videos must grow these accounts, these people's livelihood and entire employee depend on us growing their accounts. So like, you know, there's a lot of agencies that are just subtitling agencies that make videos that look like my videos or insert any other name. And I'm probably working with them. It's, we provide results. Like, and I back that up. Like, and if I'm not getting results, I lose client. Like, because that's in my contracts. Like I'm like, if I'm not growing, I'm not going to continue to work with you because that just makes me feel bad. Like, don't yeah. keep paying me <laughs> this amount of money if I'm not providing you results. Like, this is a business and I understand that. But the only metric that drives what everybody wants is the views. You know, provided you're not buying fake views, which 
Like, I, that's just nothing. But, you know, yeah. if you get... In, do not in, recommend. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how... To, I, I think they do offer it on TikTok, but like I, I know Instagram, you can just fucking fake everything. But like w- with TikTok, it's like when you get a million view video and the people that have probably gotten this would just be, oh, yeah, he's right. It's like you can statistically plan for what's going to happen next. Like you're probably going to see on TikTok 10,000 followers for the most part. If it was a good value driven video, it's obviously can skew. I mean, I, like I said before, I have ones that I only got a thousand, you know, but the average is like, you know, if you're a decent looking person, you say something really nice and it helps somebody, you're probably going to get seven to 10,000 followers. And then when that happens, you're probably going to see another bump on Instagram from the TikTok, you know, and then you'll see YouTube as well, because they're going to search you out across all the three platforms. And then when you, you know, and in, in most of my clients' cases, the more views they get, the more followers they get, the more money they make. And I work with people that monetize in all different ways. Like it's not just most of them do not monetize through ad revenue. They're not relying on the TikTok creator fund or the shorts fund. It's all based on like digital products, coaching, consulting, software, services. I mean, hell, I, I run a, I run Beard Brand, which is a men's grooming products. Like more views, more grooming products are sold. So it's, yep. you know, I, I know it's a very vanity metric, but it's, it's just the, it's the only thing the clients care about. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. They don't care about how pretty the edits look. They care about did that video get views. The results. And that's what you are here for. And you are the million TikTok view guy. That's why people follow you. They want to know exactly how they can get those millions of views and how to make their videos better and captions. And most importantly, hooks people. We want the hooks. Yeah. If that's a big takeaway for this one, like you you think you know the importance of hooks, but you probably are not testing it enough. Like that was that when we realized that we were like, holy crap, like what what have we been doing the last year and a half? Like why weren't we doing <laughs> We just need to change one word. <laughs> yeah. So now it's the point where like we try to post three versions of every video that we make. Like at least for my account. Like so spoiler alert, that's if you follow me, that's what you're gonna see me. But but yeah, and I also like I just love TikTok like as a whole. Like this it's created businesses for so many people. It's gotten people so much exposure and it's just a really, it's helped so many people. Like, I, like that's at the end of the day, like I'm happy that my videos went viral because if, you know, 10 of the people of those 2.5 million people actually did what I said in that video and created a side income and they're not going to, they're not struggling because of that. Like then that was what more payment yeah. do I need for that video? Same thing with like, if, an introvert went out by himself and, you know, ordered a soda water at the bar and tipped the bartender 20 bucks and the bartender introduced him to what's now his best friend. And he's not an introvert anymore. And he's like, got a good social life. Like, then that video was worth it, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) you know, and as a byproduct of that, I make money for my clients. (laughs) So it's, there you go. Yeah. So I think, (laughs) I think full circle. I love, I love, I love the platform. It's also, I I know I said, it's not as easy as people think, but I, I also think it is easy. Right. It, yeah. Anybody can go viral and they still can go viral. And, you know, especially now with all the other platforms, like YouTube shorts wants to make people go viral, Like they want people watching shorts. So it's like they're, you know, they're wanting the backing of that. Yeah, for sure. Like, if I were to start over, you know, I, I would probably focus on shorts over TikTok, but the byproduct of focusing on TikTok is it works on all of them. So it's like, yeah. you get like five for one, you know, like if you just post the video. <laughs> I mean, we're even like posting videos, like, I mean, Pinterest has a short video platform, Twitter, like everybody's trying to capitalize on this and they're all copying TikTok. So it just makes sense to focus on TikTok, but like prioritize YouTube shorts. I think that shit's going to be pretty big. Like it's definitely, 
I'll back with Mr. Beast. Right? Like, cause he made a video, like, I think he said that YouTube shorts is going to kill TikTok, but I don't necessarily know that I believe that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're, maybe their ad revenue might. Yeah. But I definitely, you know, think Mr. Beast knows what he's talking about. So I don't want to discredit that at all. But I also, the exposure that you get from TikTok, like, you know, I mean, we work with some pretty, like very big clients. One of them, I mean, I'll say one of them because I'm, I'm under an NDA, but he told me I just, we were, we grew Grant Cardone's account to, from zero to 1.5 million. Oh, and wow. about six months ago, he hit me up and he was like, Hey, we want to go to doing more videos per day. What do you charge to double? Like, can you do this? Like, do you have the infrastructure? And, and I was like, well, we've been going for a year. We we're almost at like 1 million. We, we just, I think we just surpassed a million followers. And I was like, why now? <laughs> like, why do you want to change? It's more work for you. You got to make more content. And he was like, when I get recognized in the street, it's not from YouTube. Oh. And that was like a, ooh, I can say, you know, but I mean, that like, Grant has over a million on YouTube. So it's for him to say that, that carries a lot of weight. Absolutely. You know, that that's, you know, that's not, everyone's like, yeah, TikTok, fuck YouTube. It's like, no, like, it's just, it's shifted. I also think if people are listening to this, like are starting to grow, focus on one. Like mm-hmm. I ideally, I think it should be TikTok, but split that with YouTube shorts because you're essentially posting the same videos. But like, don't worry about your Instagram if your reels aren't doing shit. Don't worry about Twitter. Don't worry about like, focus on the big needle movers. And like, that was always my, like I, I said, I wasn't going to focus on anything else until I hit 100K on TikTok. And then it took me a year and a half to get to 100K on TikTok. And it's taken me less than four months to get from 100K to 170K. And then it's also in the process of me focusing on 100K on TikTok. I also grew to 60K on Instagram. And then I also, you know, now I'm at five, 6,000 or so on YouTube shorts. If you focus on one, like get it to a, a milestone number, like 100K is a, what I would consider a milestone number. And then just then start worrying about, okay, let's maybe focus a little more on Instagram, a little more on YouTube, and let's bring all of them up. I love that. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate talk, you talking to me. This was amazing. Oh, no problem. I'm glad, glad to be invited. <laughs> Do you want to shout any of your socials out so people can go and follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah. I mean, it's just just my name. It's my name everywhere. Ryan McGinn. And the, the irony of how good the algorithms is, is the fact that they'll probably start seeing my stuff if they listen to this. They so. will immediately. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, like, either way, I mean, I'll, I'll be... I'll show up. I'll be penetrating your For You page or your Instagram feed at some point. So there you go. Um, but yeah, it's just my name, Ryan McGinn. And if anybody has questions, I, I'm, I'm more active of answering things on Instagram. TikTok is overwhelmed with lots of comments and scary things. So I just post a video and get out of there. All right. Well, thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please give us a five-star review if you did enjoy it. It helps us get seen by more people. Also be sure to follow us over on Instagram. We are at flick.social and on TikTok at flick.social. I will see you next week.